0: Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Today we're talking to Michael Warren, reporter with the Weekly Standard. And just a reminder that this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Sign up today and get a 30-day free trial and a free audio book of your choice. So, Michael Warren, we had a uh, couple of uh, primary elections up here in Massachusetts to fill Senator John Kerry's old seat.
1: Right. We had uh, Ed Markey, the longtime Democratic congressman, uh, sort of uh, fall into place there and winning his nomination for the Senate. I think he's wanted that for a while, uh, and and then I guess the surprise, or uh, the surprise if you're not uh, paying attention too closely, was uh, Gabriel Gomez, the Politico neophyte, uh, winning the Republican uh, nomination there uh, over two other candidates. So uh, uh, now we've got uh, a 66-year-old uh, Democratic congressman and uh, a 47-year-old former Navy SEAL, uh, retired Navy SEAL, I should say. Um, uh, you know, in a special election, so who knows where this could go?
0: Uh, well, I being here, Matthews, I first of all I have to confess right up front that I was uh, very much part of the "Please No Not Gabriel Gomez" movement <laughs> because uh, Gabriel Gomez is best known among in Republican circles for writing a letter to Democrat Governor Deval Patrick in January, asking him to appoint Gabriel Gomez to the seat, and in that letter he announced quote, I supported Barack Obama in 2008, close quote, and that he also said, I will support the president on immigration and gun control. So that was a little bit off-putting, as you can imagine.
1: Well, you know, naked ambition, naked ambition, it sounds like he's ready for the Senate. You know,
0: and, is- and yet, he, with that background, he managed to not just win the primary last yesterday, but to win a three-way primary with more than 50% of the vote. And so that was a very impressive performance. Uh, a lot of people are giving the credit to the fact that he outspent his opponents seven or eight to one, about $1. $1.2 million. The other guys barely had a couple hundred grand. But uh, I don't know that it was just that, Michael Warren. It's interesting. I talked to quite a few people who are talk radio listeners who listen to my show, and they they kept coming back to, well, at least it's something different, at least it's something new. And I'm wondering if this is going to be a trend we're going to start seeing in the era of Obama, where, in essence, your politics and ideology are simply irrelevant. It really is just, do I like looking at you on TV? And uh, Gomez bought a lot of TV ads. And uh, are you a new fresh face?
1: Well, I, I certainly think the fresh face aspect is, uh, is 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 playing, and we've already seen it in the last couple of years with um, some su- surprising, or or I guess in retrospect not so surprising, but uh, pr- surprising Republican primary uh, wins. You know, folks like Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio, or uh, and not just because they're also Hispanic, like Gabriel Gomez, but because they. They were offering something new and different than than what uh, than what's normally uh, been expected from uh, from these primaries. Uh, I think it, it is interesting that that that's what you're hearing, that that people are looking for something new, because uh, in, in many ways. Uh, Gabriel Gomez is, is probably the, the, the Republican that the Democrats least wanted to face. I mean, you've got uh, Ed Markey, who I think was, when he was elected, I think Disco Duck was the most <laughs> popular song in America, which, which just shows you how long he's, he's been in Congress.
0: Is this uh, the point for me to point out that that was, in fact, my prom theme? I don't know that that would be good. Gabriel Gomez was 11 years old when Ed Markey was elected to the Congress for the first time.
1: Exactly. I mean, this is this is in part generational. I mean, 47 years old is 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 relatively is 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 still young uh, for a uh, for for politics. And um, you know, Ed Markey's been around. He's he's sort of this old style uh, liberal. Uh, from Malden, kind of, I think uh, environmentalism is, is sort of his his bag, which which you know really does kind of recall the late 70s more than more than these days, uh, uh, global warming alarmism notwithstanding. So I, I think that there's uh, there, there's an element. Uh, we, we also got to think about uh, the Scott Brown effect in a special election, of course, uh, 2010. Scott Brown surprising everybody and right. and beating Martha Coakley uh, to win that Senate seat. Didn't work out for him winning it in a uh, in a sort of regular general election against Elizabeth Warren, but I think that just goes to show you that you know somebody who's new, somebody who's different, somebody who's shaking things up uh, has a chance uh, to win as a Republican in Massachusetts. You know whether or not Gabriel Gomez can do that, I think is uh, you know we're, we're going to have to see that over the next two months.
0: Uh, see, here's my, here's fact. my challenge is. On the one hand, I know that we are in the media and it's our job to have a horse race that gives us something to cover. On the other hand, I'm a rational sentient being in Massachusetts who can do math. And the fact is, is that in the 21st century, the Republicans have lost every statewide or federal general election except One, which was um, Mitt Romney in 2002, which is, of course, viewed as a fluke. Mitt Romney lost his own state when he ran for president by a two-to-one margin. Uh, And then, of course, there was the one special election that you mentioned, Scott Brown, early in 2010. Uh, Other than that, Republicans have lost every single election. They lost uh, in the uh, big Tea Party year of 2010 a Democrat running for auditor who had just been busted for tax fraud, (laughs) beat an actual auditor running who was endorsed by the Boston Globe as a Republican which is a very rare incident a congressman with a long time history of ethical problems uh, just beat an openly gay Far left liberal Republican mm-hmm. in 2012. The fact is, Massachusetts doesn't elect Republicans, and Gabriel Gomez isn't going to change that. Um, and that's that, the, the, you mentioned Scott Brown. The number one reason why Gabriel Gomez is going to lose is because of Scott Brown. The chairman of the Democratic Party in Massachusetts, John Walsh, has announced repeatedly since Scott Brown's victory that's never going to happen again.
1: I think, you're, I think you're right. It is worth noting. Uh, that uh, of those two republicans who have won statewide scott brown and mitt romney uh, uh, folks who were working for for both of those candidates are also working for gomez so perhaps uh you know perhaps they can strike strike gold a third time but uh i think you're absolutely right about the the challenges that uh that republicans face in that state and it's You know, I think a a lot of Republicans sort of fool themselves sometimes into thinking, well, there actually are quite a few independents in in Massachusetts, and (laughs) and, you know, we really can. There are actually more independents than Democrats, and uh, the the fact is that most of those independents are Democrats. They just uh, don't call them them, themselves that, or they don't know it. Exactly.
0: The state Senate has 40 members. 36 of them are Democrats. The state house has 160 members. All but 33, I believe, because they just had a special election, are Democrats. And this, but this is the issue for me, Michael, and this is something I'd like to hear more thinking about, and I'd, I'd love to know how Weekly Standard readers and folks feel about this. The reason why Gabriel Gomez – first of all, Gabriel, and, and, and one of the things that's going to come out, I'm afraid, is that Gabriel Gomez is a very untested candidate. I would expect a lot of what the media would call Sarah Palin moments will be coming in the future. But the, the most disturbing part is Gabriel Gomez and none of his two Republican uh, challengers – Neither, none of them had a vision for how can the Republican Party repair its brand in places like Massachusetts and the Northeast to the point that you can at least be competitive. Nobody expects Republicans to win a bunch of stuff in Massachusetts, but if Massachusetts starts off, if, if Vermont and Connecticut and many part, most of New York, you, if you just start off conceding them to the Democrats because the Republican brand is so badly damaged, that's a difficult spot for a national party to be in. Gabriel Gomez is not, he, he's running a, a much just Scott Brown did as a I'm not a Republican. Republican I don't like those Republicans either. I promise to work with Barack Obama. He's basically running as a Democrat who just happens to not be a member of the Democratic Party. I don't see how that's a winning strategy for repairing the brand. I,
1: I, I think you're right. I think that, uh, and I, I can't I can't really speak uh, on on what Gomez's tact tactic will be. I mean, I, I think in his speech last night, uh, after his his victory speech, he he, he did sort of. Uh, 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 seem to uh, run that sort of uh, look. I'm not the Republican that uh, that that you associate with uh, with that with that brand, and but you know I'm I'm going to Washington to change it up. That sort of Scott Brown uh, argument, but also remember what was Scott Brown's argument in 2010? Uh, it was against Obamacare. It was ag- right. it was it was a, it was against a bad idea, and uh, sort of inside that. Uh, that that argument against the bad idea was a good idea. That uh, that you know uh, that Americans should have control over their health care, and and this shouldn't be uh, uh, we shouldn't be introducing some uh, vast bureaucratic uh, system into into this. We should be trying to make the current system better. And uh, and it remains to be seen whether uh, Gabriel Gomez uh, can find an issue like that and and jump on it. Uh, I, I, I think that uh, Scott Brown had an easier time because the, the, that was the issue of the moment, and, and, and right now it, it doesn't seem to, uh, uh, th- that issue doesn't seem to be presenting itself. But you never know what can happen in the next two months, and you never know uh, if Gabriel Gomez can look at the Scott Brown uh, example and see what actually won him, I think, in two thousand ten what actually won that election for 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 brown which was uh, which was making a an argument, making a point and saying, "Look, this is a line uh that 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 i 'm not willing to cross and and and, and he told voters i don 't think you're uh, uh, willing to cross that line either and I think that that resonated it it also had the benefit of being a special election and and not and a lot of people were fired up about that issue so if Gomez can find an issue like that and, and really sort of make a stand and take a stand, uh, then, then the Republican-Democrat issue, uh, particularly in a special election, could fall away and uh, it, could, it could be more about what Scott Brown's election was about, which was really about leadership.
0: And uh, obviously it's too early to say how this is all going to shake out in the next two months. The election is June 30th, I believe, or maybe June 25th, but um, the uh, so far the Gomez campaign is priding itself on its utter lack of ideas. They're not proposing any ideas whatsoever, uh, and I'm afraid that the strategy is doesn't make a lot of sense, because then if there are no ideas at, in, in competition, then it comes down to, well, then who do you like, Republicans or Democrats, and obviously Massachusetts Democrat is going to win, but until the Republican Party finds a way to, uh, to uh, make Uh, non-Republicans in New England feel comfortable enough to vote a Republican every once in a while, then it doesn't matter what the Republicans do. And that's, to me, the lost opportunity here. By having another Massachusetts Republican who's running as the anti-Republican or as the non-Republican, then then he'll simply spend the next six weeks bashing the Republican brand as well, and the Massachusetts Republican Party, the New England Republican Party uh, will just, it'll be another setback. And I, I think that's really what the National Party needs to be asking itself. How do you craft a strategy to get Republicans back in the game in places like Massachusetts and California?
1: Absolutely. I, 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 also, I also think that Gabriel Gomez, and uh, uh, let's not forget, of course, that, he's, that he is uh, Hispanic and that is an attractive uh, uh, element in a candidate for the Republican Party right now. Uh, uh, perhaps uh, uh, Gomez's candidacy you know, provides an opportunity for the party to, to really kind of figure that out um and and uh and and perhaps Massachusetts Republicans or Republicans over the country will look at places like uh New Hampshire, you know, Kelly Ayotte won in 2010. It was a big wave uh year for for Republicans, but uh you know, there is a way for Republicans to win in New England. Uh they just have to look at the uh at the at the right uh, the right models.
0: Well, I hope they certainly hope they can find them, and we'll see if Gabriel Gomez can help make that happen in Massachusetts. Although I have to tell you that thus far, his entire campaign has been saying the phrase "Navy Seal" in Spanish and pledging allegiance to the flag. So not a Not looking good from the ideological debate standpoint. Michael Warren, thanks so much for joining us on this edition of the Weekly Standard Podcast brought to you by Audible.com. Sign up today and get a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook of your choice. Also check WeeklyStandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.